been getting a lot of feedback on the podcast. I want to give out to sh- a shout out to Kyle up in Charlotte who recommended an introduction piece. So going forward, we'll be doing this. Uh, my name's Sam. Thanks for listening. This podcast is all about learning about other people's challenges and how they got through them and learning from each other. Hopefully you hear something that could help you one day. Uh, today's episode is with my close friend, Charlie. Charlie, what's going on? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, no, I'm excited to be down in, what is this, West Palm? West Palm, yeah. Yeah, never been. Yeah, it's good to have you. Yeah, good to have so, you here. Um, how long have you been in West Palm now? Been here, uh, what, almost a year and a half? You like it? You love it down here. Yeah, it's very nice. We came down during COVID. Okay. When uh, we, were, we were in New York. We were in Manhattan during COVID. Yeah. We were living in a studio apartment. Okay. And it was around 600 square feet. And when COVID hit, we were there for probably six or seven months in this tiny little studio apartment. Sounds awesome. It was fantastic. <laughs> we, we, got, we got very close. Yeah, 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 my, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was my girlfriend at the time, fiance yeah. now. That's but, so, uh, that was good for you. That was good. I am shocked that we made it through. Yeah, you know where I, I don't worst. know how. Yeah. Like, she lived with me. I'm like a very obnoxious, annoying person to live with. Yes. And I was working from home. I was on the phone all day, and she had to put up with that and listen to me. And it was, uh, it was a very interesting time. But now you're down in West Palm. You got way more space. Beautiful yeah. place. Well, she got a job offer. This is the middle of COVID. And this is probably January or February. It was in New York. It was freezing cold. We were stuck in this little apartment. And we came down here. And it was like 75 degrees. It was sunny. It was beautiful. Nobody was wearing masks. It was all like... Because this is when New York was all yeah. locked down. And it was so difficult to even... You know, day by day, it was you go crazy staying in your apartment, not being able to leave or anything. When you came down here, did you get a U-Haul or? When, no, we rented. So when we moved, we like rented from these like Hungarian guys because they were like the only people we could find. Yeah. Because everybody was leaving New York and moving. To, like, <laughs> yeah, Florida. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because so, there was no U-Hauls coming back. So right. Like, there yeah. was no U-Hauls left. We'd have to drive to, like Connecticut for like a U-Haul. So we like. <laughs> And we we used these guys who they definitely tried to steal our stuff, but we like stayed on top of them and called them and yelled at them every day. I think that's the only reason we got our stuff because we were down here for like they took our stuff like the end of July. Yeah, we moved in like September and okay. the stuff still isn't down here. So what were you doing when you didn't have any? We had an air mattress. An air mattress. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, wow. We just moved in this apartment. We're sleeping on an air mattress and Kara's like going nuts, calling these people, screaming at them. Did you have them. a TV or anything? I don't think so. No, no. So you're just watching like Netflix on your phones? That was about it. Yeah, we were just uh, <laughs> living on an air mattress. Oh and finally, God. these guys like show up, and it's one guy carrying everything. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, it's just you, huh? Yeah. And he's like, oh, my buddy, he like broke his leg in Fort Myers, so we leave him there, and we come like, I don't think him. this is true. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to steal our furniture. We caught you. You have to give it back. It was it was like a month long process. It was weird. But you got your stuff, you got jobs, and, and everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah, we're yeah. Uh, we're settled in down here. We love it down here. You know, as as I said, it's great to have you down here. It's kind of it's a little difficult being so far from everyone. Well, I think one of the benefits of being my friend is that I will randomly tell you I'm outside. Yeah, well, that's kind of what happened today. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. To, to put this into context, yeah, we moved down here a year and a half ago. How long did you get down to Florida? I've been in Jacksonville about a year, I think. All right, and for the past year, like once a month or so, you'll be like, hey, man, I'm coming down for the weekend. Yeah, I'm very and I'll, and I'll be like, sure, yeah, yeah come down whenever. Yeah. And <laughs> you're, you're a great man. You're a lot of things, but you're not very reliable no, or consistent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of text me, you know, I kind of say, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you texted me last night at what, 5, 6, 7 o'clock. Yes, yeah, it was, it was You one, said you were going to come down for the weekend. So I said, sure, no problem. Like, I'll see ya. Well, so the reason I came down was twofold. Like, one, I was like I wanted to I wanted to see you and then two I'm taking this podcast very seriously and I, I was like I need to get Charlie on here he's an amazing guy why you would want me on a podcast because you're, you're naturally no. hilarious <laughs> like when I when I, I I'm figuring out this Instagram thing because I, I, I didn't have social media for like ever like right until what a month ago maybe I saw no, you on less, Instagram less, like it's, been like a, it's been like a week yeah and I'm not trying to brag but I'm already over like 115 followers oh, that's and like very the podcast is getting a lot of traction <laughs> so like I was like I, you know I'm like now I'm like I gotta deliver a banger I was like I gotta get Charlie on the podcast well so, I'm, a, I'm a little nervous because you did the podcast with your dad which is really good he killed it yeah so now i feel like i have to say something Dude, insightful calling, or something interesting are, i'm not kidding people i've never heard of my life are calling me and saying like that episode was amazing 
Yeah, it was a and, very good episode. It was, very, then, it was interesting to learn about, you know, your mom and your dad and when they met and kind of, you know, that whole story. Well, so that wasn't – I don't script anything. So, like, yeah. all that stuff I was hearing for the first time really? for the most part. I knew Steve was a bouncer because right. he said it on the episode a hundred times. But <laughs> he's also in life said it a hundred times with <laughs> yeah, the rest yeah, of the yeah. stuff. Like, I never knew how my parents got engaged or any of that stuff. So it was kind of cool – to listen to it, I wasn't sure like the awkwardness of it, but he wanted to do it. And I think he he did an amazing job. I think he did. Yeah, it's very you know it's a it's a very good story. It's you know obviously the whole thing with you and your family and your mom and your brother. It's like a difficult. And I think you know you talked about it in the podcast, right? Your dad maybe said it, where he's like, you know, this stuff is good to talk about because I feel like you don't you know you don't talk like when what like Lee. Obviously, I was very close with Lee too. Obviously, you know, not super close, but. You don't no, really I mean, talk we've, about well, we should, you know? we should, we've been friends since we were like four years old. Yeah. Our exactly. families have been friends. Right. We went to the same church. We went, yeah. to, we went on vacations together. You guys all wore the same vests to church. Yeah. Like it was all the Malandrinos. Yeah. They all had their yeah, little sweater you know, vests. Sometimes they I all look... matched. Even Lynn with the little sweater <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes was... I look back at like the outfits my mom put me in and I'm like, you know, I don't miss her as much as I thought. <laughs> like there's one where I'm wearing overalls with a, a red uh, collared shirt. I'm like, mom, why would you, like, did you want me to get beat up? Like, <laughs> you guys always match. No matter, <laughs> I remember when you guys did the flip. Oh yeah, the, the hair, hair flip. flip and, and then the bleach. Yeah. And all of you guys did it like the same day. And came yeah. to school with matching bleach yeah, blonde yeah. for Austin tips. Yeah, that was my my mom would let us do stuff like. That. She did not like tattoos though. She yeah. hated, she hated my tattoos. Which is why you got tattoos. I got a hundred of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, because if people tell me not to do something, I'm definitely going to ignore it's that. It's a advice. very sure way to get you to do something. <laughs> yeah. So what's up? What's next? Well, well, anyway, you brought down. So to go back to before, you came down here. Yeah. Like, what did you leave at, like 8 or 9 this morning? I left I left at, yeah, around 9, yeah. I, and, I got up at 6, but I had a, there was a, a hiccup in, with a friend of mine. We weren't sure where he was, but we, we, he was good. So as soon as I, had, I got the AK, I came down here because I wasn't sure if I'd have to make adjustments. But everything worked out, came down here. okay. Yeah. Solved that, solved <laughs> yeah. that problem. Solved that riddle. And, uh... Came down here, linked up with you at the gun range. Which yeah, it was it was a real Florida. So I, it's it's funny. Florida's funny because it's it's got a lot of New Yorkers and it's very northern in a lot of ways. Yeah, but it's in the south. Yeah, so there's a lot of like that was kind of like a, a of, yeah, it was like a Ford F one fifty dealership. Like yeah. there was red, blue, all pickup trucks. You know? This wasn't like a regular gun range. This was like a gun complex. No, yeah, they had the, they had the pistol range, they had yeah. the rifle range, they had a shotgun, they had a grenade range. I was like, what is this place? And the guy, you know, I, these guys I work with, and they're saying, you know, they've been asking me for a while, let's go to the gun range, let's go to the gun range, so I'm like, sure, you know, yeah. let's go to the gun range, but they take it super seriously. Yeah. They've all, it's like you're going, like, skiing or camping, like, it's like bags and yeah. bags yeah. of, like, rifles and glocks. Yeah, and, I didn't even want to shoot any, I just wanted to watch, and they were like, oh, you gotta go take a safety course, I'm like, I'm not taking a safety course to watch someone shoot a gun. Like, they took you. it, yeah, yeah, you, you have a little experience in that, yeah, in that, that was, area. Um... Yeah, is that motorcycles I'm hearing? Yeah, it's a lot of motor. We're, we're right downtown here, so you get a lot of noise. You, you, you have your motorcycle license, right? I do. Yeah, I got so, it out in Colorado. Okay, I have mine too. We should get. We should start riding. What kind of bike should we buy? Like I gotta get it. I'm gonna get like, like shoppers. A, like no, a big I gotta get it. I'm gonna start with a 300 or 500 cc because. I told my sister I wouldn't get anything that would like I could go like super fast, and she she doesn't think I'm gonna make it. I think like what is 300 cc? Can you get onto the highway with that? That's kind you, of small, you can get right? on a highway with it, but I, I think if you go on a bridge, you're gonna blow over. Yeah, you probably <laughs> don't want to. Yeah, so I think the 500 cc that's like big enough to you won't get into trouble, but it's not gonna kill you. You know, yeah, it's not yeah, an engine and, that you're gonna take and off. And I, I'm working on myself, but I still have this character defect of like not wearing a seatbelt and going fast. How, how are you going to deal with that? What are you going to That's do? why I told everyone I'll just get to 300 and I'll do like it's like electric or whatever. So you'll get a less powerful motorcycle <laughs> to deal with your seatbelt. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's a logical No, no, it's going to be fine. Like I'm pretty sure if I was going to die it would have happened already, you know? Well, uh, that's not a very healthy way to look at life. Like, you have to want to stay alive. No, I do want to stay alive, but I also want to try to see how fast I can go. But I feel like there's a median there that, you know, like, can't you do something else that's less dangerous but still gives you an adrenaline rush? I'm not, what are you thinking? I don't know. What do you got? Let's, let's brainstorm Didn't here. you say golf earlier? <laughs> yeah, golf is, can, be, can be like, when you have like a really intense, close, like, yeah. it, it gets the blood rush and golf can be very, I've never uh, golfed. I've never golfed. Why not? 
Are you, like, scared or what? It's not that I'm scared. It's just that no one's ever asked me. Really? Yeah, I don't know if they're just like, I don't want to golf with this psychopath. <laughs> Maybe you don't give <laughs> golf vibes. Yeah, they're like, this guy's <laughs> going to throw a club into the tree. You know? Well, yeah, when you're golfing, you have to sit in this little golf yeah. cart with somebody for 18 holes. Yeah, I don't um, think anyone wants to hang out There's with not me. a lot of people that want to go through that with that you. That is something, like, people are like, you know, dude, you're a lot to deal with. And I'm like, you know, I have to deal with me 24-7. Like, I don't ever get a break from me. Even when I'm sleeping, like, my, my dream, I'm still talking to myself, you know? Yeah, it must be very annoying. It's very relaxed. Yeah, <laughs> it it's must like, be. <laughs> that must be a lot to deal with. It is a lot to deal with. Very true. So, so anyway, let's talk about your vitamin routine. So you come yeah. down here. I don't know how long you're staying. I don't know if be, you have an apartment. I bought, or a job, I bought enough clothes. Or if, you're, if, you're, if you'll be here for good, I'm not, right I'm not now, sure. When I filled out my taxes and I said I do a podcast, <laughs> she asked if I had a revenue stream, and I said no. Do I need that for taxes? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. So I, I guess you could say I'm employed, but not really. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good that you're employed. Thank you. But anyway, you come down here for uh-huh. an unforeseen amount of time, and you bring a lot of <laughs> – what are these? Well, so I'm big into uh, nootropics. I don't know what that means. Explain what that it's, means. So like there's like medicine they give you, like Zoloft or any of that stuff, right? Right. That's prescription. Sure. Like, yeah. And I, I don't really I don't really like that. Okay. So what I go with is nootropics, which are – they're like natural things. You don't need a prescription for them. I get them on Amazon. You can get them at like GNC or whatever. This sounds okay. Yeah. So this is like unregulated. No, yeah, but this is like sarcosine, which is for like emotional well-being. Neuropeak, which helps with focus and clarity. So um, this is like before they had the FDA and people used to like drive from town to town selling like medicine <laughs> exactly. out of the back of their it car. Could be snake oil <laughs> salesman, but I, I think it works. <laughs> Lithium orotate. Um, which isn't like real lithium. It's, it's kind of like, it used to be in vegetables, but then they changed the way vegetables were made. So it's lacking. So this is supposed to help with things. And then my favorite, which is ashwagandha. Okay. And this is like an African herb that helps with stress and cortisol and stuff like that. And it also has the added benefit of male enhancement. Okay. Yeah. So I take more of those than I should. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Interesting. Yeah. And th- these are things you take every day. Yeah, so I I wake up every day. You, you also bought a thing of pre-workout with you just in yeah, case. Yeah, I got to take that before bed. <laughs> before bed. I take Red Bull and pre-workout <laughs> before bed. So when I wake up, I'm already ready to go. So you're in beast mode when, when you yeah, wake so up Yeah, so my alarm morning. goes off at 4 a.m. I check my horoscope and I see what it says. And then if it's if it's good, I'm like, all right, it's going to be a good day. And if it's bad, I'm like, might as well sleep in. But like, seems, if it's That a good seems day, like a healthy way. To... That's how I know. I believe 100% the horoscope. So I get I get my horoscope, go to the gym. Um, come back, go to a meeting, go to work, run, jujitsu, bed. Like okay. that's that's my routine, and that's right. that's what I've been doing, and it's kind of been helping me a lot. Yeah, you've been what? You've been sober for a month around now, right? Yeah, I have a tracker. So it's, it's I, I got my thirty day chip uh, three days ago. I believe it was on Wednesday. You you go to meetings every day? Uh not every day, but I'd say like four times a week. How's that going for you? Um, really good. If I try to go to meetings if I don't have like a, a business thing in the morning but okay. I go to a meeting and then on the weekends I have, I could try to go to church instead kind okay. of switch it up a little bit All right. you know because it can get kind of stale listening, yeah you know? um, it gives me something to look forward to like oh it's church on Sunday you know okay yeah. that's, that's good I, think, yeah, I feel like that's a nice way to like center yourself or yeah I don't know I think having a routine is really key for, I for mental health issues I agree when I, I, when I worked from home you know, during COVID and I didn't have like a daily routine. Yeah. Uh, Cause when you work from home, I would say for the first few months, you're still kind of in a routine. You kind of get up and kind of even get dressed for work yeah. and go outside, try to, but after working from home from day after day, week after week, month after month, you just don't leave your house. You wear your pajamas all day. Yeah, you kind of go. I, I went crazy working from home. I feel like if yeah. you don't have structure and a routine. You got to go to an office. Like, cause even right. I can do my job mostly at home, but I would prefer not to. I prefer to go to the office because it's just more discipline to like put on a suit and get and get out there. And even like even if I'm if I'm if it's a Saturday and there's no work or anything, I like to get out and do like errands and stuff. Because if you stay home and you're stagnant, it can get brutal. Like, and the longer you stay home, the harder it is to leave. Yeah. Like if you if you stay home and you like sleep in all morning, then you're like, well, I don't want to yeah. get out in the afternoon. And, you know well, and and I don't know it, how this is for you, but for me, being alone is like tough and I don't mean like being with like going on dates or anything I just mean like if I'm not with friends or family if I'm just like by myself for like four or five days like it's it's tough yeah I don't think I've ever been alone for four or five days yeah I feel like I I have I wouldn't do well I'm not I hate being alone yeah 
I'm trying to think. I lived alone for a while. You know, when I lived in New Orleans, I was living in a studio apartment by myself. But I, I hated being alone. I would go. I'd work really late. Then I'd usually either go out, you know, go out to eat after work, or go to a bar, you know, to watch a game or something. I hated being alone. Yeah, I think, especially with like all the, the amount of failures, like whether they're self-inflicted or outside factors that have gone on for me in the past like decade or so. Like when I'm by myself, they just like it's like just they just swim by my head, just remind me like little like blurbs of failure. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you get in your own head. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think when you're alone, it's it's very easy to get to get in your own head. Like if I'm alone, it's very easy to just uh, yeah, like you said, start thinking about things you did wrong in the past, things you regret, things that you feel bad about. You know, you yeah. feel bad about yourself. You beat yourself up. So I agree. I think like working in an office, being in a routine, or just having some sort of, like, discipline, some sort of routine every day, it's so much better. Than, well, what than What is alone. your, like, favorite outlet when you're, when you're going through something to, like, you know, to get your mind up and get right? Probably running. I think running is really good for me. That's what I'm just trying to get back into. I didn't for a while. It's, you, you've, like, ran a crazy amount. Like, I remember you running, like, miles a day. Yeah. I've run a few half marathons. I'm, like... Not, I'm just trying to get into it right now because one, once you get out of it, for me, yeah. it's hard to get back into it. The hardest part is getting back into it, like working out. Once you do it for like a month consistently, it's very easy to keep doing it. But it's that like first month just trying to – it's so much easier to be lazy. You know, it's, it's, it's like when you get up – like yeah. when you have to work all day too. When you work like long hours and you have to get up early and do it before work at like 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m., I'm such not a morning person. I'm very grumpy in the morning. Yeah. And the last thing I want to do is get up and, you know, but, but once you do it, you feel so much better after. And I always do. I always feel really better after you're done running for, oh, you Oh, know, runner's high is the best high in the world. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it feels incredible. So you when, you're, when you're in a running routine, do you go morning or night or? I try to do morning. I try to do morning because morning's usually just starting off the day good. Yeah. You're, you know, you're, you feel good. You got your blood pressure up. You, you feel like you accomplished something too. And then if you're waiting to the end of the day, I'm always thinking, oh, shit, I got to go run. You know, when I get home, I got to work out. Do you follow a running plan or anything? Or? I usually try to do – what I usually try to do is I have like a little run tracker for my phone. And okay. I'll start like running an hour and I'll see like how, um, you know, how fast my miles are. Am I running like 12-minute miles, 13-minute miles, 11-minute miles? And then I gradually try to get that down. Mm-hmm. So maybe at first if I'm running, you know, 12 minutes per mile. If I'm running an hour, what does that mean? Five miles, yeah, maybe four five, and a half, yeah. five miles. But then it, by the time if I improve enough where I'm running at seven and a half, eight minute miles, which is a good pace for me, then I'm running more like six, six and a half miles. That's crazy. That what do you usually run your half marathons in? Uh, I try if I if I'm over like two hours, that's good. Okay. Like two o five to like two o seven. I mean, if I if I'm under two hours, that's good. I think I got under two hours once. Then two o five, I remember I got. For one of the times and you actually like there. do like the the ones you register or whatever and like it's like a an actual like half marathon at yeah the... yeah in new orleans i did a few of them uh we did this one the rock and roll half marathon where they got all these bands set up through the marathon and uh there's all these stages and stuff and you finish and you kind of hang out it's a cool uh it's a cool time so what what's the next run you're gonna try to do? It's gonna be a half marathon. Well, no, I want to do a triathlon because I'm getting this new bike. Because my okay. office is probably like a five minute drive from here. Yeah. So I want to get a bike and start biking to work and back each day. Because I don't know, I'm getting old. My knees hurt. Like that is it's, the hardest thing. It's hard, man. It's yeah. like, and then it's it's hard to uh, to run as much as stay in good as shape because you have these aches and pains, and it's uh, it's not as easy to run, you know, as it was with ten years ago. So I'm trying to bike run swim there's a pool here at the complex so i can swim i was swimming the other day so hopefully do a uh, triathlon in a, in a few months once I get what, back what is shape. the distances on a triathlon so it depends there's a few different um options like there's one called a sprint which is i know it's a quarter mile swim okay i think it's like a, a 5k and a 10 mile bike ride something like that what's the order on. for it is it there's a sprint, there's a regular triathlon, there's an Olympic triathlon, then there's an Ironman, and the Ironman is nuts. That's but do you, do you swim first, run, bike? What, how does that work? That's a good question. I think you, what do you think you do first? What would make the most sense? Probably bike first, right? I would think, because that's biking's most dangerous, easiest. right? Well, biking's easiest to do, too. It, it, it wears you down the least. Yeah. And I would say swimming is the hardest. Swimming, you're going to get out of breath Do you think fastest. you swim last? You probably swim last. I think, I think. I, to me, it would make sense to do the bike first. Yeah, and then run swim, and then swim. Run, then swim, because you're wet. I know, we could probably look this up. Yeah. Or I we should. could just guess. <laughs> 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 we'll figure it out. We got time to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we we could just keep talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what happens you, if, you have, if your bike gets like a flat tire? Like you're you out of the lose. race. Yeah. yeah, then you lose. Really? You ever watch those Tour de France's when they all fall over? Like one yeah, bike yeah. starts and, and then they're they all done. I think they're done. I think you're out. Unless you get back up and get back on the bike. Maybe that's like, like what Will, like, What was that Will Ferrell movie where his car crashes and he like runs? To yeah, Ricky Bobby, him <laughs> and Borat. And yeah. running against each other to do finish line at the end. Yeah, so that's cool. I try, I've never done a triathlon. Yeah, would you, would you do one? Yeah, I definitely would. How much is a bike though? It's not cheap. Like, so I bought, when I got down here, I bought this bike on like Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or something and paid a hundred bucks. Yeah. And it like, it's been breaking down. Like the tires keep going flat. The, the brakes are shot. So what's a, what's a, what's the bike you got coming in? Uh, it's I think like 350, 400. It's like, it's like one of the most affordable nice bikes on Amazon. And then you, I went to the bike store. They've got bikes there for like 9,000, 10,000 Could you imagine paying no. $10,000 no, for no. a bicycle? That's no. crazy. It's and he's like, oh well, it's a carbon fiber tire. I'm like, Stop. although I spent I, seriously again last night, I spent four hundred fifty dollars on Amazon. What I, did you do? What did you, you want to know what I bought? I bought a New York Islanders poster, Why? a Brooklyn Nets poster, Why? a Mike Tyson framed poster, why on and he earth signed would it. You, no, he didn't. Yes, well, it's not his. It's a fake signature. Yeah, but, but why would you want that? Why would you want a fake Iron Mike? Mike? But it's not real. Because you, you, <laughs> you buy any NFTs. What's an NFT? You know, you know oh, the, the, stock, the digital, the, the digital thing. It's like a digital no, no. footprint. I don't know. It's just some. It's like Bitcoin. It's like yeah. Reason. No, I've never, I've never got into Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, the most I would like thing like that I'd ever get into would be. I don't think I'd, I would definitely do it. Why? Why the sports memorabilia though? I don't know. Maybe because my dad was huge into it. I don't know. Your dad I, was. Your dad used to have that office downstairs. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I'm trying to like. Maybe I'm trying to be like him. I think that's. What's but going I did on. get. I have like a, a DMX poster that I got, like a framed DMX poster <laughs> and a and a Tyson Fury, and I love listening to Tyson Fury's mental health stuff okay. and DMX's like mental health stuff because like. I mean, yeah, he like yells a lot in his rap songs and barks, but like a lot of it's really deep. He gets stuff. really emotional. Yeah, yeah, people, he gets very deep. And yeah. it upsets me. Like I was talking um, to a friend of mine, and she was like, "How do you like DMX? He just yells." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, well, that's a lot of it. That is a lot of yeah, it. It well, is a yeah. lot of yelling. I said you, you can't deny that, but he he is good. I like DMX. Who is your favorite rapper? My favorite rapper. Yeah. Um, probably Biggie that I listen Biggie, to. Yeah, yeah I, I like his music. Like yeah. if I'm driving around yeah. in the car, I'll put on Biggie. Like, are you loud. are you more of a rap guy or rock guy? What do you more of a rock guy? I don't I don't dislike rap. I like yeah. Eminem too. You know the, the Every, stuff that was big when we were younger. Yeah. You know, like Fifty Cent, Eminem. Dude. I don't really listen to new rap like mumble. No, the yeah, mumble that's horrible. It's Lil, so bad. Lil, do you listen to Lil Yachty? No, I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. Lil you don't Yachty? know who Lil Yachty is? Is he from New Orleans? No, it's Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Oh, I know Lil Wayne. Then there's Bad Bunny. Do you know Bad Bunny? Oh, that's the that's the girl who catch you outside. <laughs> I think right? it's a guy. No, I think it's a guy. Really? It's like a Spanish rapper. Oh. And Migo, you know Migos. But the the catch catch me outside is a rapper. That was Doctor Phil. That was yeah. Dr. No, but Phil. she's like an actual rapper. Is she? She's not Bad Bunny. I don't know. What was her name again? Catch me outside. I don't no, know. Catch, it was it was catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. I swear, I swear, she she's got like an OnlyFans and she's a rapper. I'm almost. We need. I mean, who, I don't doubt it. I just am unaware. Who's the guy on Joe? Do you listen to Rogan at all? Yeah, this, who, this kind he, of feels he, like yeah, Joe we, Rogan. No, we need a guy who. Who Jamie. I can, yeah, I yeah, need a Jamie, Jamie. So, like Jamie. so I can find that out can the order. <laughs> I need a guy who can tell me the order of triathlons and, yeah, and Jamie, what the Cash Me Outside rap girl's name is, is. Is your goal to be Joe Rogan? Is that like the end? The end I think Joe, Joe Rogan is amazing. Like, you, I, I would, I would be like, a, you know... You, you, know, you guys are kind of the same. Like you I, both talk I'm about like, working out way too much. <laughs> you think you're a lot more interesting than you really are. You know? I, I do like bear attack videos. Yeah, I, he's I always bears. Love, he's, yeah, he, he loves, loves bears. bears. He loves gorillas. Elk. Hunting elk. 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 He, he, he's he more into hunting that. than I am. Yeah, uh, but he about, does jujitsu. Yeah, you do jujitsu. He does kick. Yeah, but he's a black belt. He's really good. But dude, if I if I could be even like two percent of Joe Rogan, yeah. Well, that would be amazing. Well, yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah, right? <laughs> two, what is two percent of a, a billion? Is that like two hundred thousand? Is that twenty million? Maybe I'll right? take two hundred thousand. I take two hundred thousand too. Yeah, like, are you kidding? Like, if they're like, dude, all you got to do is like talk talk uh, about stuff with your friends for yeah. like the rest of your life for two hundred thousand. Good. So, some of his episodes are boring. Some of them are misses, but he's pretty good. He's usually pretty good. Yeah. I listened to that guy. Who's the one who wrote the book? We were just talking about this today. I hope they serve beer in hell. No, I don't know. No, no, it was uh, the the book. The guy who does all these ultra marathons. Oh, Goggins. Goggins. Yeah. David Goggins. And his book is crazy. Have you read his book? 
No, but I listen to his YouTube. I'm not really a book reader. I'm more of a video watcher. Like, I've had okay. the same book on my nightstand for a solid month. What now. book? It's about Sparta. Well, a month isn't that long. Yeah, but I've only got to the intro. Okay. Yeah. Well, so you're, I've got a book like that. I feel like people, people you <laughs> yeah, like, books. At this you point, it's got more dust than yeah. it does, like, pages read. Like, the, <laughs> the ratio's off. No, I got a book. We, and there were, I got, it's a good book, actually. But Which I, one? It's called... What's the name of it? It's all about di- it's about discipline. Actually, it's all about discipline. And so about- you have a book about discipline that you haven't right. read at all. <laughs> Isn't that bad? No, but that, that should be discussed in uh, in a therapy session. The problem the problem with reading is I used to be- <laughs> <laughs> see Karen's Jamie. She brought us. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Karen. Thank you, Jamie. Karen. Dis- discipline is destiny. destiny. The power of self control by Ryan Holiday. How long have you had it? <laughs> well, we got it when we were coming back from New York after New Year's. So you've and, had this about a month. And every. Everything I read was on the plane. Oh, I yeah. read the first. You even have your morning. plane ticket in the book. <laughs> <laughs> so the discipline, the discipline was there on the flight. Yeah, apparently, discipline is not my destiny. Unfortunately, it's but, true though. But yeah, like a lot of those. The planes are great because you're sitting there and yeah. you've got nothing to do, so it's good to read. Yeah. But I don't know. I come home. I, I listen to podcasts and stuff in my ears at night. Yeah. Audio books and podcasts to fall asleep. Care got me this thing because I used to have AirPods. And I put them in at night, and they'd always fall. Yeah, and I'd lose one of them. <laughs> Thank you, she Jamie. She keeps Karen. coming out with things from your room, <laughs> <Yeah>. like Karen. Like <laughs> it's a family-friendly show. You know? <laughs> so this is called enjoying music. I don't know. She got it for me for Christmas. Okay. And it it because well then my AirPods broke, so I put them into the washing machine too many times. But then what happens was uh, you put this on, and it's kind of snuggly and comfortable. Yeah. And the earphones go right into the ears, and you lay down. And I'll listen to podcasts and books. What, and stuff. what podcasts are you listening to? A lot of history podcasts. Okay. I like history podcasts. I like like, um, like about battles or war yeah. Or... There's one on ancient Rome I listen to. It's pretty good. This one on um, the Crusades. One on World War Two. And then I'll also listen to like I do a lot of like uh, like nonfiction audiobooks, like biographies, president biographies. I think those are pretty interesting. Who's your favorite president? Uh, Teddy Roosevelt's pretty interesting. He's pretty badass. He's yeah. A, yeah, he's crazy. Like the story, he was giving a speech. Okay. And an assassin tried to kill him, and it hit him. And he had what did he have? His glasses case or something in his pocket. Yeah. And it blocked the bullet. Otherwise, it would have gone into his heart. Wow. And he kept giving the speech. Really? He, yeah. He kept telling the what speech. What happened to the assassin? I don't know. He probably like tackled them and took yeah. him back. He, like, he was like, "Oh man," because like back then they only had what one one round. Like, yeah, that's a crazy story. My my favorite guy has always been John Kennedy. Okay, JFK. Yeah, because yeah. I like him a lot. But I went down to Dealey Plaza where he got shot, and it's so small. Really? Oh, it's so small. The no, what was it? The Grassy Hill or where Grassy was it? Knoll the Grassy Knoll. Grassy Knoll is yeah. where the conspiracy section is, and I went over there, and it's a clear shot. What but, do you think? Do you what do you what do you think? You think who do you think killed him? It's it's hard to say because Lee Harvey Oswald, even if he is the shooter, like the fact that he was in Russia and then came back, and he was no in a cared. Soviet yeah. training camp very, or something. Very right? weird. Yeah, I so, mean that's that seems thing, obvious to the, me. The thing is weird. Regardless, like they weren't even to trying to hide it. He was in a Soviet. Yeah, like camp. I think Lee Harvey Oswald was involved, and then he gets shot. Right yeah, and then he gets shot right, right after he kills Kennedy. Yeah, or allegedly kills Kennedy. Allegedly, whatever. Right. He gets shot like in a garage under in police custody. So I think that whole thing is bizarre. And it could have been the mafia, right? Because the, ma- Robert the mafia Kennedy back was then was it had, like they worked with the CIA because of Cuba, right? Because the mob used to run Cuba before yeah. Castro took over. So there was a lot of. Mob CIA connection. Did you see that movie, the latest one, the latest Scorsese one with um, oh, De Niro wow. and Pesci? Yeah, well, that's where they they show say what happens to Hoffa. Hoffa, right? Yeah, yeah. and it, you know he was so involved with all the because he was involved yeah, with all the unions and the yeah. right back then. So that that's a theory, and then the other theory is the CIA did it. I don't think Hoffa's in Giant Stadium because they, they when they built MetLife, I think they cleared that conspiracy. Yeah? Yeah, because they used to always say that he was buried in the cement or something. Right, because wasn't that the same time yeah. when he died when they were building Giant Stadium? I don't think it was because they didn't So what do, you th- what do you think happened? Why do you to think Hoffa? JFK? No, the JFK. Oh, I don't know. I think... Do you believe in the moon landing? Is that a... Is that I believe a in the moon landing. Okay. Yeah. I believe in I think the, the only conspiracy with the moon landing is... Why was a flag waving? Yeah. That's and I, th- I, have I have an say. answer for that. What's the answer? The answer is that they didn't have the technology to actually film what happened on the moon. Yeah. So they filmed it here. But okay. it did, they did get to the moon, but that's why some of the... But then there's no proof. Yeah, they needed... They, so they, like, they were like, we went to the moon, people were like, well, show us. So they showed us in like a, you know, a garage. They and, showed like a reenactment yeah. of exactly. what happened on the and, moon. And, and to be honest, like, I mean, because what's more believable, that they went to the moon 
and they filmed some stuff back here to make it look better, or they lied about going to the moon. Like, and, right. You know? That's true. And, like, all the people who went to the moon are still around. Like, yeah, like, yeah, Buzz it, Aldrin's it's still too big alive. of a lie. Right, like, why yeah. would the Soviets, like, back us up on, like, a moon lie? You yeah. Know? They'd be like, no, they faked it. But, yeah, I find conspiracy theories fascinating. Even, right. if, even no matter how ridiculous they are. Like, uh, Flat Earth. Have you ever heard that one? Flat Earth is interesting. Yeah. And then, what was the one with the Q that, it was like the Trump thing? Oh, QAnon. Yeah, I yeah. think that was, that's proven to be ridiculous. That was kind of Yeah, I, I, that one I never got into. But, I no, Flat Earth, I watched, uh, me and uh, my roommate back in New York, before I moved down here, were watching it. Because it's just kind of like people wearing, I think people are trolling with Flat Earth. Because it's so ridiculous. It's like it the, is pretty ridiculous. It's like the sun's a lamp, pretty much. And like someone turns it on and off. Yeah. And they're like, the Arctic is like a wall. It makes no sense. Do we have any proof that the sun is not a lamp? (laughs) (laughs) It's very true. You're asking the right questions. Can you explain to me how the sun is not a lamp? Yeah. So no, I just, I mean, I I love like all that fiction stuff. Like, I I just think it's interesting, you know? It is pretty interesting. I like those, those uh, conspiracy. Have you heard the, the one about birds aren't real? I've heard a little bit about it. I don't really understand it. It was like made as a troll, essentially this guy, but it it caught fire and people started believing it that the birds were all government drones. Like robots? Yeah, but they're, but it's not, I mean, it's not real. He just did it and people actually started believing it. Okay. And it sprad and that became like, it was like the contested (laughs) out. Exactly. Like it was like, how much will people believe? And the answer is birds aren't real. (laughs) The answer is anything, man. People would absolutely believe a lot. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So that's been crazy. What else we got besides the book? Are you reading read anything else? Yeah, the book didn't go too well. My discipline book. What am I up to? Page. Uh, I'm up to page. I'm up to part two, which is good. Page 92. Okay, I made some progress. I made through 92 pages. Dude, when do you think you're going to finish the book? <laughs> now you're putting me on the spot. Well, I think, <laughs> I think the audience is going to want to know, did, did he ever get on another flight and finish the book? Well, the, this, the cool thing about this is you can actually buy a book at one airport, yeah. and then you re- can return it, like the next time you fly. So, yeah. I think so for half return, price or something. You're going to return the discipline book after you finish it? Well, I have to finish it first, right? Like, you, can't, so, you can't return it without finishing. That would just be admitting what's the What's like the thesis of the story? It's pretty good. It's, it's about how, like, um, it starts talking about how there's four virtues, right? And the virtues, it's, it's like going back to ancient Greece. Okay. And, and he's writing, like, a series yeah. of the four bu- the virtues, the one for every book. Courage, temperance, justice, wisdom. So courage was his first book. Mm-hmm. Temperance, which is kind of discipline, self-control. Yeah. That's the second book. And then Justice and Wisdom are going to be the third and fourth books. So he's talking about how those four things... So which book things, is this in the series? This number two. Oh, this temperance. is number two. Okay. So he's talking about how those four things together are like something, to, like values on which to like base your life on like things to aspire to be, to be like and courageous. Of what, of what you read, is it is it beneficial? Have you, have you, do you it think? is beneficial. I don't think it really worked very well because <laughs> I didn't keep reading yeah, it. But, but I, I think reading a book is, is tough to do today, man. There's so tough. many distractions. I think you're right. I think because you, you get trained with the cell phones and like Instagram and all these devices that are really, um, they're designed to like give you instant gratification. You know? I think, and go to the I next think, one and go to the next one. I'm so glad that when we were growing up, we didn't have smartphones. Yeah, that would have been a disaster. Yeah, a complete Can disaster. you imagine growing up with smartphones? I, I don't even... I'm not even responsible enough to have one today. I am. I feel the yeah. same way. No, I, yeah. I should not I have shouldn't a have a phone. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Nothing good comes out of <laughs> no, like, nothing good. how is your life improved it by hasn't. a phone? No, yeah. At first, it was Uber, but now Uber costs more than taxis. Yeah. And, like, you know, I don't want to be – I won't go down that road. <laughs> but but it's, there's no difference between a taxi and an Uber, right? No, yeah. It's is like, there any advantage in using an Uber? The okay, only advantage... what's the other one? Um, like uh, Uber Eats. Oh, yeah, that's those just convenient makes you fatter. fiends and the convenience fees. You pay twenty dollars to have it delivered to you. Yeah, you it gets you fatter. Yeah. You're not leaving your house. Yeah. That's not making your life better. That was one of my biggest weaknesses when I first. So like, I'm on like this strict diet now. Yeah. Right? What do you? What's your diet? What the is diet? The diet is egg whites in the morning okay. and instant breakfast. That's my what's breakfast. instant breakfast. It's like carnation instant breakfast. It's for like eight year olds, but I enjoy it very much. <laughs> so I have it's like, like I have lunchable. Milk. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like a, it's like a little like a cocoa. Powder. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I have my my supplements or whatever. And then, <laughs> your regime of uh, your regime of vitamins over here. Then I always have a protein shake and a vegetable sh- uh, shake, and then for dinner. Wait, wait, hold on. You have a protein shake and a vegetable shake. Yes, yeah, What's the vegetable shake? It's like a V eight. It just Ooh. got – it tastes so bad. Like, but I get to sodium Like a Bloody Mary without the yeah, alcohol. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> and, but like I just pound it and yeah. then that's it. And then I have uh, chicken breasts in a can and oh, and mixed vegetables in a can. Oh, and then I geez. just grill that. Why? Because I'm trying to like 
At what point, it, do you, like, are oh, there any yeah. happy parts of your day, though? No. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, like, people I, like, look forward to dinner. Just like, I get to eat some good yeah, food. Yeah, no, no, I don't look forward to much right now. Uh, yeah. People are like, sober living, bro. I'm like, yeah. Wait, you're sober <laughs> and you're eating canned chicken and breakfast carnations. Yeah. What's, like, the positive? Like, what do you enjoy? Like, what do you do to, like, well, make you happy? I, so, I think the biggest challenge for me was, like, did I love myself? Okay. And the answer was not yes. It was right. more of a no, right? Right. And, and that's now, what, and what do you mean? That's why you were drinking so much, or is that yeah. what you're doing? You kind of get oh, to the core of why yeah. Like you I was just like, so I felt like I, I, you know, like I still feel responsible for for what happened with Lee, you know, and that's some whatever I'm dealing with. But like, I, I, besides all that, do you, I just, do you feel like very guilty for what? Because like when I feel irrationally guilty over things, and like I think, okay, I've like you know the like go to thought is I could have done more. Like this, you know, I could have done more to help this situation. So you feel guilty about it. Do you feel that way about Lee? Like yeah. you could have done more? But like that's tough because there's, no, there's nothing you could have done. Like in reality, there's absolutely nothing you could have done. I mean people say that but – like, like what would have you done? You could have like locked him up and like, like physically constrained him from like using drugs maybe. Like if you want to spend the rest of your life like looking at him and like constraint, right? Like other than that, like – I mean, it's tough, though, right? I it's mean, like, I, I get what you're saying, and and I understand that to an extent. But you know, you have brothers, and like, you know, when you're like the oldest brother, like, and me and Lee, I mean, I don't remember anything without him. Yeah. You know, until the last, um, it'll be four years in April, four right? Years. So, Ooh. I I don't really have any memories without him before that. That's so especially weird. from when we were kids. Yeah. And growing up. His like last night, you know, he needed my help and. I was too drunk to do anything, so. Yeah, I mean, that's tough, man. That's got to be tough. That's, yeah. That's, that's hard, dude. That's, but you know what? I so I like... was kind of starting to love myself, but you kind of reminded me. <laughs> so <laughs> you know? this is just like. <laughs> I need to read Discipline as Destiny. <laughs> I know. This, and eat some canned chicken to make yourself feel better. Take one of your 9,000 Yeah, I'm going to need some ashwagandha on, on um... <laughs> The African root. <laughs> it, dude, I'm telling you, it works, man. Court. If you've ever had your cortisol levels tested, like, it's interesting. Mine are really high. Really? Yeah, I think that's where my leg shakes all the time. Yeah, so we, so me and Karen, my fiance, so she... Oh, congrats on that. Thank you very much. And we, um, so she'll go get her levels tested, and they're kind of out of whack. And she thinks, <laughs> she thinks I don't have a lot of sympathy for her levels, because I go there and they come all back perfect. You, have, you don't have a high, any high I levels? I don't think I have anything, because she's like reading, she's trying to find one. Like, reading through, like... Nothing was high? Me, I think everything was Was perfect. anything low? No, I think, like... Like cholesterol was like like three percent off where it yeah, should but have been. Cholesterol <laughs> doesn't affect mental health, does it? I don't know. No, Jamie, no. <laughs> look this up, Jamie. We need. We, I need that guy. I, I would love to hire people like to, um, but but yeah, no. My testosterone and cortisol levels are really high. Well, testosterone is probably because of all the steroids. <laughs> that's, that's probably a lingering effect. No, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Of the HGH. Um, but you know that I'm one thing I really would take. Is TRT, that's t- te- testosterone replacement. What is that? I've heard. So of that like, before. I think it's either when you hit, you you start hitting thirty, like your testosterone goes like declines every year, and by the time oh, you're geez. like forty something, it's like completely like it's. Why like, are you telling me this? It's yeah. gonna make me feel bad. But they give you. They I already give you feel bad about getting old. I don't need you. They give you some shots these days that like get you back to like. I feel 18. like saying you're a little gullible because you're taking all this like you know witch doctor medicine and then hey. somebody online obviously told you yeah. about this testosterone Actually, and now you're getting shots that I don't know if are helping you. <laughs> no, I'm not getting them yet. You. I don't need them yet. But okay, if I ever got low. I would, but no. So back to this. I did get this from a very qualified professional no, on Reddit. On Reddit, <laughs> what, what, who was it? There was a guy in a, a mental health forum who said that Ashwagandha went. But Karen takes this stuff too. She's taking this goofy pill, and like I'm not. I, it's hard with Karen because I don't know. There are some real pills that actually are needed. But then there's some stuff that I'm just looking at it like try ashwagandha, and I'm telling you, but you'll notice. No, I don't think it's. Let, let's look at it. Ashwagandha extra strength. Yeah. Stress and mood support with. Biopurine for absorption, absorption, free of gluten and soy. No soy in it. No soy. And what does it do, though? It says right here. Stress and... 
It's it's not approved by the FDA. I would. I, yeah, I don't think it would be. But do you feel better when you take it? I, honestly, I do. I, mean, I guess if you it, feel it could better, be, it could be a uh, what do you call? Yeah, uh, what's that thing that's not a real placebo? Thing? Placebo. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if it works, it works. Yeah. You know, if you're taking sugar pills and they're like Listen, helping you dude, out, I would then... so much rather take this stuff than be dependent on some prescription stuff that makes me into a zombie. That's fair. Because that's fair. I, like, yeah, I have a lot of things that like yeah. are a little bit much and stuff like right. that. But I, I generally like me when, when I'm in a good mood and everything. I like you well. when you're in good Thank mood. You. Yeah, you're a, a you're a good person to be around. But <laughs> I appreciate that. So, so when when did you start doing these things to like help regulate your mood? I've been doing this stuff for a little over a year, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. And it's not I mean it's not, I'm not cured by any means. Right. Like I still got a lot of things to work on. Um I got a CBT book, which was really good. It was like seven weeks of con- cognitive cognitive behavior. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and that's kind of cool because I was like filling it out myself. So like I wasn't lying because okay. you're not, you know, maybe like even if you don't mean to, you're just like you don't want people to think like, oh, you're completely nuts, right? So right. like, yeah, but like when you're just you and you, you're yeah. like, why would you lie to yourself? So like right. I'm filling this thing that's out. And I'm like, all right, yeah. this is how I feel. This so situation. you would you would like say that, do that, fill that out versus like talk to like a counselor because it's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, I never lied to my that. therapist or anything, but, right. but I did not totally open on like everything. Exactly, some of this stuff is weird, and you're like, should I be telling somebody? Yeah, this? yeah, like, you're like, I don't know if I can say this out loud. Yeah, I can completely understand. Yeah, but I do think. Have you ever been to a therapist? Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you what do you think about it? Um, well, I think I you know it's it's kind of like we were saying earlier. It's one of those things where I don't want to go. I don't. I'm not very good at asking for help or talking about myself. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I don't want to go. But if I make myself go, I feel better afterwards. Yeah. You know, you. I think even just like talking to someone about stuff that you keep in helps, even if it's like you feel like you don't solve anything or don't go anywhere. It's like just getting it out. Getting off your chest, yeah. you know what I mean? Because then you're not holding stuff in. And I think, I think I do. I think a lot of people probably have a tendency to just hold stuff in. I mean, I guess some people are the opposite, where they're yeah. tell you everything. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, every, yeah. You know, those, stuff that you know. Those are the girls you love going out with. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, exactly right. But. Yeah, but no, for me, like, I like I've been very lucky with like my friends, like you and you know guys who went to high school with, and and guys who I know from after that stuff. Right. They, like I can call them at like two in the morning and be like, "Hey, I'm going through something," and they'll yeah. be like there for me, and this right. it's reciprocated the same way. Right. And I think that therapy is great, but a lot of the times it's like they don't really know you because how are they going to know you? Right. Like, That's they just point. know what I tell them. Right. Yes, and if right. I tell them like, Oh, my brother died. My mom died in the same year. And like half my friends, right. They're going to be like, Oh my God. Like he probably has this, this and this, but like, you know, they might not know. And it's not their fault, but like, you know me, you, right. you know Lee. So it's like, yeah. if I want to talk to you, like, dude, I'm missing my brother today. You're like, Oh man, you guys are like best friends, you know? And, and I feel better because it's like, I'm talking to someone who knew who my brother was. Right. Exactly. You're not just, you're saying a therapist, all they know about you is what you tell them. Exactly. They don't have any background or any context to who you are. That's, a, that's an interesting point. Yeah. That's something I've never, I've never really thought about. So yeah. And but I feel like it's, you know, it's sometimes, you know, you go to a therapist because it's tough to talk to people, you know, who, or you're close with about like personal things. So I think that's why a lot of people would go to a therapist, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's also like, I don't know, like it's people, you always have like relationships dynamics with people that you're close with. And it's like a therapist is kind of like a clean slate. Like this person doesn't know anything about me. So I could just talk yeah. to them and see what they say. And they could be totally wrong. Like you said, they could only know, be making assumptions and not know anything, but you're going to get something from that. You know, you're going to get like unbiased, impartial feedback versus your people who are close to you, it's mm-hmm. never going to be completely unbiased or impartial. You know, it could be better. It could be worse. It's just, I feel like a different way of communicating with someone. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a multitude of therapists and like the, like the first one I went to, I was like, okay, you know, like he should tell me like the random stuff, like try this, like try breathing or something. Right. And then, you know, a couple other different ones and like, it just, it just kind of seemed like I was going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah. And like, definitely. You know, they were too, like, and I'm not saying that they, they're, you know, bad at their job. It just, it wasn't a fit for me. There was one therapist I went to and she like, just, she like nailed me for who I am. Right. And like saw through my bullshit. What do you I guess. mean? Like how, how did that happen? Like I mean? would tell a story and like, she wouldn't, 
she wouldn't say like you're a bad person or she would just be like is that what happened i'd be like oh no yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. i left a couple things out <laughs> yeah, 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 right. and, but then she'd be like well she's like why did you do that and i'd be like well you know i was upset or i was jealous or you know and it got to a point where i kind of trusted her yeah. and then she she kind of tells me like what the problem is right and, right. and i'm kind of looking at it doing my own research because i'll never believe somebody else without confirming on my own right? right right and so i'm like on you know i'm reading reddit posts and i'm like yeah and i'm like all right so this more new this, woman, this. this woman who has like eight years of doctorate <laughs> studying like she yeah. might be onto something you know so she, I might, go back, she might know what she's talking yeah, about yeah so i go back to her and i'm like all right well uh i believe you're correct after i confirmed it <laughs> after confirming with google and reddit and yeah and the guy from the gas station yeah. i was talking to this morning ricky smick 63 <laughs> on reddit also said this so we're good to go like what, what's our plan of action and she got me to where i needed to go and and then i left new york and you know it's different states i couldn't really um and i didn't really even say goodbye actually i just was like you know i kind of want to go back you did to her. like an irish accent yeah well i want to go back to her in like five years and like be like hey like i figured it out you know so you want to like prove to her that you can do it without her no like, because, like no saying. i wouldn't say that at all i would say that she got me to where like you know, she got me to accept things and yeah. work on them, right? Yeah, okay. she got you but, to the point where you could yeah. help yourself. And and then, like, it was like, all right, you got to let, you know, like, it's kind of like if a dolphin gets rescued from, you know, and they, they're putting, like, a little little tank and they're nursed <laughs> back to health, and you let that dolphin back in the ocean, like, the, I'm in the ocean right now, but I'm going to come back and I'm going to see her, you know, the dolphin trainer, and I'm going to f- give a little flip. That's like know? it's Star Wars and they put Luke Skywalker into that little yeah, tank. Yeah, exactly. Like, the exact same thing. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're 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 back yeah, in like the I wild would, now. You're, you're doing I have better. full intention of like sending her a letter, being like, "Thank you for saving my life." But like, I needed to do it on my own. I couldn't depend on other okay. people anymore. I needed right. to do it myself. Do you still have like her information? Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I mean, I don't know if she'll still work there in five years. She was pretty yeah. good. She might be somewhere else, but you know, I think you know, I'd be able to send her a letter and say thank you, and she would know who it was. So that was when you were still in New York. Yeah, because then was that before you? got deployed again or was that it was after that was after that's when you came back yeah that was after Lee and all that stuff right um yeah so yeah and then I was with working with her for uh I think I think over a year I want to say it's a long time yeah like going consistently like every week yeah so we started off at once a week and she was like let's get you up to three yeah yeah and once I she was like I think we're good for two (laughs) and we're good for one and then it was every other week and then I knew that I had gotten to like like, okay so should we schedule this for next week and she's like yeah we're gonna need to see you soon yeah no at first she was like we need to see you like every day (laughs) you're not leaving and she she would call me and she'd be like how are we tonight and I'd be like uh she'd be like how many beers did we have and I'm like uh you know but then I got like it got to a point where I'd be like I didn't I had one beer tonight with a friend, I promise. You know, and she knew I wasn't lying. Yeah, you weren't. You're being honest. Yeah, and okay. and I knew, and I knew that I was ready to go. Like I was ready to be on my own, and I appreciate everything she did. But like you know, at some point you got to grow up, and I can't wait to be like. And because I don't think I'm there yet to write the letter, but right. I think I'm, I'm going in that direction. All right, it's a, it's a goal you have. Yeah. Um, are you are you going to therapy now? No. Okay. No. Um, I mean, I, I guess I could, but it would kind of be more like a like a pulse check type thing. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I just don't... It's not that I don't think I need therapy. It's just more like, I think I got the best therapy there was, and now I just need to apply it in real life. Well, yeah, that's a lot of it, too. It's like, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to know what to do than actually do it, right? Yeah. It's like, it's easy to know what to do. Execution is always, like, the most difficult part. Yeah, and, and the... The thing that I got to do a better job of is just accepting the fact that I'm never going to have a perfect game every day. You know, yeah. like there's going to be there's going to be some guys who get some hits off me and I'm going to throw some, you know, some terrible pitches and just stuff like that. Yeah. I, like, I like the baseball metaphor. Yeah, thank you. And I wouldn't even play baseball. But, um, <laughs> but that like because I'll beat myself up if I like if I'm like say like I'm a little frustrated because I'm, I'm running late or something and then like I'm stuck in traffic and there's a guy in the left lane going like eight miles below the sea and limit, you know, I'm like getting amped up. Yeah. Like, I, I try to like, I'm like, hey dude, like calm down. This isn't the end of the world, you know? And then like, I'll be like, oh, why are you mad at this guy? He's 90 years old. He doesn't even know where he's going, you know? <laughs> and so that's just something I got to do is just kind of like be, be able to calm down and like accept that. Yourself. Yeah, like yeah, that every tough. day is not going to be perfect right. and then, you know, just be happy that today happened. Yeah. Yeah, my dad says that. He's like, don't don't beat yourself up. Everybody else is going to beat you up enough. You know, the world will beat you up en- enough. You don't yeah, have to beat yourself up. That's so up true. Like, yeah. It's true, you know, because, you know, I think I'm definitely my worst, like, critic. Yeah. Like, I'm very hard on myself for everything. And I think that's true for a lot of people. I think that's probably true for a lot of people. I think, I think for a certain, yeah, 
for a hundred percent. Like, yeah. Like if I'm like if I'm not doing well at work, yeah. like I'm gonna be harder on myself than like my boss would. You know, I'm gonna I want you know I want to do well. I guess and yeah, I guess I'm pretty hard on myself. It's it's hard not to be. You know. Yeah. It's like you said. You know, it's hard to like I guess accept that. All right. You know, this is good where I'm at right now, and you know, you always want to be farther towards you know your goals or whatever it is. It's hard to kind of accept. Yeah, it's. You're always like, oh, I could have done better. Yeah, I could right. be better. Yeah. I can't believe what a failure. And you just got to just be like, no, nah, like, you know what? You're doing well. Like, I mean, it's like my dad always says you woke up with a roof over your head. Right. Like, yeah. he's like, you know, like, that's a start, man. And, you know, when you look at it in the big scheme of things, too, like, no matter how bad or, you, like, you're better than most of the population of the world. Like, just living in America, just like, <laughs> yeah. our problems are pretty insignificant to most people who are trying to, you know, survive well, I do and not think starve that when to death we, and live we, in huts outside. When and, your life is so, like, when you're like, the Wi-Fi is not working, damn yeah, it, you know? Like, right, yeah, some people are like, what's Wi-Fi, problems, you know? Right, yeah, that's so, that's yeah, so I think that sometimes we get wrapped up in like problems that aren't even really problems they're like these things didn't even exist 20 years right. ago right well like know? what like the biggest health problem in America is like obesity it's yeah. eating too much and if you look I love looking at like old YouTube shorts of like different cities and stuff in, in America at the time like they have like 1910 like yeah. they have like Tulsa or Detroit you see like all these skinny people walking around <laughs> in great outfits and yeah. then today you got like these fat people in sweatpants and I'm like uh, you know are we really doing that much better as a society you know there was oh no it was it was like this old thing with like the Florida state fair and it was like these old florida like fair exhibits from like 1920 it was like world's fattest man and it was like this guy looks like he'd be a yeah, this, guy, <laughs> this guy would be brad pitt today <laughs> yeah, like, this is fat you go to florida you know like walmart down here in florida everybody's got those motor scooters yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and then they get in their car like they're walking <laughs> yeah. i'm like dude you don't need a scooter <laughs> yeah it's yeah. bad, but I mean, it's true. Like, the problem, if, if the biggest problem is people are eating too much, I mean, I guess it is a serious problem. It's a, a, real, it's a real thing, but it's, that's the hardest we have. And, you know, there's obviously real, a lot of real tragedy in life and a lot of hard stuff that happens. And it's, it's easy to beat ourselves up over small stuff, I think, when you, know, oh. you should be grateful for what, what's, what's here, what you have. Well, I mean, one of the, the craziest things is, like, I think, and I'm, like, I always think that, like, tomorrow's guaranteed, you know? Yeah. And that's not necessarily, like, the case. Right. And I, I probably know that better than most. Like, and yeah, I, 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 I gotta, would... I want to be better at being, like, let me live for today because I don't know what can happen tomorrow. Like, I could be crossing yeah. the street and get smacked by a bus, you know? Yeah, I feel like you've been through a lot, too, obviously. You know, you've been... But I think, I think I'm selfish that way because a lot of people have been through stuff, you I know, know? I would say you've been through more than the average person, though. Yeah, obviously, but... with the military being overseas, you know, with the stuff with your family, I feel like you've been... Mm, I'm not, know, I'm you've not got, really But I'm not, like... You've got reason to, like, you know, you've been through some hard stuff. It's like... I, I would think pretty normal for you to, you know, struggle with a lot of the things that have happened. Yeah. Um, but I also think that, like, the whole point of this isn't really for me because I, 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 like, even talking to other people, like, especially after talking about some of the things that I struggle with, like, people have told me, like, that I didn't even know had problems were like, hey, man, like, I struggle with drinking. Like, thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know, that kind of makes me feel, like, better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's true, but it's you know, like not it's, that they're drinking, not that, but like that they're like they right. that I help them. No, like I've I've struggled a lot with drinking and drugs and you know a lot of you know negative things, and it's it's something that people don't you don't really talk about it. You know, people don't really like I said before, some people do, but a lot of people don't talk about their own problems. You know, they're not going to tell you what they're going through. Yeah, and you know you you always know people are going through a lot and keeping it in, which is tough. You know, I think it's it's probably I don't know it's it's, it's difficult for me to talk about like problems and like issues, you know, because I, I think I'd rather keep it in and, you know, pretend like it's not happening. I just get angry. Like I'm getting better at it, but I used to just get really angry. And that was like, I just, I just didn't have any other emotion besides anger. Like, I guess I had happiness, but like it was either happiness or anger. Like there was no, yeah. Right. Like an extreme one or the other. Yeah. And then what would you do? Work out to like <laughs> yeah. To, to yeah. funnel the anger, yeah. to channel the anger. Which made like last week, the last two weeks, really so brutal because my stupid shoulder is all messed up, and I've just been like, yeah, it must be <laughs> tough, man. Because you're like, that's your thing, working yeah. out. Like, yeah, that's, like I wake uh, up and like my shoulder, it takes like an hour. I to feel like that's it. a very defining characteristic of yours. Yeah. Like 
getting to the gym. Every I day. actually considered, and I won't ever do it, but I did strongly consider because I was like uh, watching Mike Tyson. He was talking about how he his ego was so big that he stopped working out. Yeah, and he'd stopped working out for like I think it was like a decade. Really, and he and he just like let himself go. He started raising pigeons. <laughs> That's what he does now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. But he was like, my ego was so big that. That's I, interesting. Yeah, so yeah. I considered that, but then I just thought think, about like. Do you think you have a trouble trouble with your ego? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, ego no, is, my ego is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad you acknowledge that. Ego. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad you recognize that. <laughs> One of the, I think, I think, yeah, I think it's my biggest strength and my biggest weakness <laughs> at the same time. It's, well, that is true. Like, it is a strength. You know, you want to be self confident. You want to have a lot of confidence. You know, you don't want to get down on yourself. But I don't know. I guess. I guess the negative about having a big ego is you think the world revolves around you. you yeah. Know, you're very invested. Because I think when someone says, like, you're a narcissist, we typically think that narcissism means that it's somebody who loves themselves and thinks they're so great. But, but it's, being, it's deeper than that. It's, but being a nar- narcissist is also somebody who hates himself. Yeah, because exactly. you're obsessed with yourself. Like, yeah. You're not, you know, in, in, in reality, you're not that important. But if you're a narcissist, you think everything you do is so horrible. I mean, I, I definitely do that at times. You know, yeah. I'll, like... Get mad at myself. You get mad at yourself for things that don't matter and nobody else notices and they're not a big deal. Yeah. You know, because I think, you know, to an extent, you know, if you, if you have a big ego, your kind of world revolves around yourself. So I think that's like you were saying, it's good to like step back and talk to other people about what they're going through because that's like not having an ego. That's like, yeah. you know. It's very hard because I, I am egocentric for sure, but to, to, tra- to change that thought process has been very difficult. Yeah. Um, right. I think it's very difficult. To but, change that thought process. And I remember, like, I wanted to do it so quickly, but instead, it, it, and my therapist told me not to do that, but it, of course I didn't listen. Because <laughs> I read something different on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, but, on Reddit. And, and, but, like, once I started to, like, she was, like, telling me, like, you got to do small steps and stuff. It, right. it got, it, small, it, I hate small steps. I'm but so I know, I know. I got to sprint into everything. Yeah, but yeah. I, you're, you're rushing to failure. If you have a plan yeah, and true. you execute, right. you're doing so much better. Right. But, yeah, I mean... Um, I mean, labels are labels. Like, what do you want to say? Like, people are narcissistic or bipolar, whatever, right? Like, I mean, those are, like, labels. I mean, I guess they're medical terms. I don't care. But, like, whatever the problem is, like, whether you're an addict or an alcoholic or, you know, as long as you know what the problem is and you're trying to fix it, I, I think that that's, that's the most important thing. That's true. Right. Like, because if you're denying the problem exists, yeah. that's like – and that's like, you know, alcoholism. That's what they say. Like, yeah. If you – if you like, what is it? Acceptance, right? That's the first step of alcohol and all this, I believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more or less. I yeah. got. I don't know. I look at the card every time. I'm not really the best at reading things. But, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that's that's. Yeah, we we accept that we have a problem with alcohol or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Can, and we can't we can't beat it. Pretty right, much. exactly. Like and yeah. it's like, what is it? Accept, accepting powerlessness. Yeah, higher power. Right. You need a higher power. It doesn't have to be God, but it's a higher power. A higher power. Bigger right. than yourself. Yeah. Bigger than yourself, right? Because if if there's not a higher power bigger than yourself, it's like I have to solve all the problems. Yeah, and I think that can be like family, friends, like whoever you're right. getting sober for. Exactly, you know? it can be whatever you know, just like a dream or a goal or something you have. But I think. Yeah, because if you, if there's no higher power, then it's just you responsible for solving your all of your own problems, and I think that's overwhelming, you know, because it's like, all right, now what? I, that just makes it worse. That just makes, all right, now I have to solve everything. How yeah. do I do that? That's more pressure. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think like AA is awesome. I think the twelve steps really you can take out like the alcohol part and apply that to any problem and it yes. still work. Right, yeah. Um and that's I think that's the beauty of the program is right. that it's applicable for anything. Yeah. Like I've been I've gone to AA meetings before and I think that I think at the end of the AA it's like people trying to help each other. You know, I think AA is around because, you know, you, you have to do something. You know, I think once you get to the point where nothing else works, it's like, all right, I'll try this, you know, and see if that works. I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is being alone, too. Yeah, exactly. And you're not like, alone in those rooms. There's right, 50, right. 50 people who and are who going can, like, understand what you're going through, yeah, right? And, and, yeah, and, I mean, they're, they're different demographics, different sexes, yeah, unless it's yeah. a men's only meeting. But, like, they're all – everybody's different, but they all have the same problems. Right. Yeah, you know? and you don't think you're so unique and it's, like, all these problems are – Oh, and unique. you have to leave your ego at the door there. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. not – like, you're, you're going in there and you're saying, I have a problem. I need help. Right. And the guy right. who's helping you, he might, you know, be a janitor or he might be a CEO. It doesn't matter. He's right. just there to help you. And yeah, but it's like if you go in there and you look, you're like, who are these like dirty people? Yeah, like, yeah. You, I'm better than them. That's yeah. like that's like that's, ego response. That's just admitting like be, like making excuses for your behavior. Right, and that's also kind of like a defense mechanism, like yeah. thinking you're better than everybody else. That's kind of like 
if if you think you're better than everybody else, then you don't ever have to like make yourself vulnerable or like ask for help. Yeah, I mean, all I thought those I was, people are beneath me. Yeah, I know? thought I was so much better than people. I right, mean, I realized right, that I'm right. no better than anybody. Exactly. Yeah, and it's like I think that's kind of like a leap of faith though, because then you're like, if if I'm no better than anybody, I might suck. You know, I might not be that great. Yeah, and then, and then, and then, and then it's back to the ego and the narcissism, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're like, yeah, oh no, yeah. I am great. I'm not. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I, I, I don't like, I, I don't have like an eating disorder, but I do definitely have body dysmorphia. Cause like, I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, dude, you're not jacked. Like, you look disgusting. And then like, people will tell me, like, dude, you're ripped. And I'm like, yeah, you're just saying that because you're my friend. Like, no, I hate you. <laughs> like, I would love stop, to tell you you were fat and gross. Stop but... <laughs> sending me shirtless pictures. <laughs> I said, like, like, I would, like, anytime I date a chick, like, who do you send these to? I'm like, mostly my guy friends. Like, actually, entirely my guy friends. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten a lot of those. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's <laughs> Why are you sending me? All right, well, we got to wrap it up. We got four seconds. Okay. Love you, man. Thanks I for being on the episode. You too.